All right, everybody, you feel like you can get through the bye NATO? Well, we've got your back. Welcome to Ion Fantasy Football. We are live for the next two hours, helping you win your league, and we're coming to you live from the Quicken Loan Studios. National mortgage lender, Quicken Loans, apply simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. I am Adam Azer with senior fantasy football writer Jamie Eisberg. Jamie, are you feeling good about week nine? I'm feeling a little blue, devilish. Oh, that's not nice. Why? That's not nice. What, what a troll. Well, what what a troll. What, 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 what do you mean? Oh, not cool, Jamie. Already just throwing fire. What do you mean? Uh, Jamie's making fun of my college football team. They suck. Jamie's just mad because his college football team got wiped out today at home Terrible. also. Bad year to, to like Florida football unless you like UCF and USF. Anyway, we already got a full board of calls, my man. So we'll get to them in a second. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. And, you know, it's a weird week for you, Jamie, because you had to change the start of the week due to some injury news. Uh, going from Latavius Murray, tell everybody now, uh, now that Dalvin Cook is going to play, who's the new start of the week? Uh, you know, it's funny. It's probably gonna be one of those things where, where uh, I regret making the change because I still think Latavius Murray is going to play well, and he's still in the column as I start. Uh, but I changed to Nick Chubb. Those are the two guys I was debating earlier in the week. And um, the reason for the change, as you said, is, is Dalvin Cook is expected to play. Not expected to play much. But just any semblance of him getting off to a hot start or, you know, you know, taking advantage of one of those key plays, that could hurt Latavius Murray clearly. So he gets downgraded from a top 10 guy for me to uh, closer to number 20. And then Nick Chubb is, was a guy that was, you know, right around number 12. Um, I think he's, there's still an opportunity for him to have a great game despite the coaching change, despite the matchup against Kansas City. Don't fear a blowout there. Uh, and, and the nice thing, I think, if you're looking at it just from the coaching change scenario, uh, Freddie Kitchens, who's the interim offense coordinator, was the running backs coach. So should know Nick Chubb and call some uh, uh, plays for him to make him successful. Yeah, the injury news does definitely start in Minnesota because Stephon Diggs is questionable. And what's, what are we hearing about Stephon Diggs this week? So you always have to be concerned whenever there's a transaction for a position that the injured player plays. And so what the Vikings did was they called up uh, I forget his first name, but BB from their practice squad receiver. And now you have to wonder if there's going to be an absence for Diggs who missed practice all week or was limited at best. Um, and also you had a scenario of on Friday, um, I forget which the publication was, but Aldrick Robinson, uh, their other receiver for the Vikings said, um, I'm paraphrasing this, but there's going to be opportunities for us with Stefan out. So the Vikings haven't said that, but Aldrick Robinson kind of hinted at it clearly. So, um, we have not changed our rankings, and when I say we, myself, my colleagues, Dave Richard and, and Heath Cummings, so if you look at our, our, our rankings page at cbssports.com, it will still show Stephon Diggs in there for now. My guess is I'll be refreshing um, you know, the newsbreakers around the NFL before the show is over, and hopefully we'll have an update on Diggs because we usually do around 1130 Eastern. Um, that will probably get word that Diggs is not going to play. All right, I'm going to give you multiple choice on the first name of, of BB, the wide receiver that they promoted. Is it A, Mark, B, Chad, or C, Lester, BB? Um, it's B. B, uh, Chad, yes. But you, you, should, you should have thrown Don BB in there. Well, it's a son. Uh, so? Yeah, I, sh- I could have done that. Don Jr. could have been that, sure. Uh-huh. Uh, we got a lot of injury news to get to. Geronimo Allison is out. How much do you like Marque- Marquez Valdez-Scantling? I, I like him a lot. You know, it's it's a matter. There's a lot of great receivers this week that are kind of in that same scenario as him. Uh, DJ Moore, uh, Cortland Sutton. You know, you have some of those guys that are getting an opportunity that, that have the chance to, you know, have a big breakout game. But you look at it, it's uh, 
I don't know if they're the highest over-under of the week, the Packers-Patriots, or if it's Saints-Rams, uh, but I know they were close. They're both above 55 points. So you're looking at a game that should be high scoring, and he's done very well in the last month. You know, 12 or more PPR points in three games in a row, um, and, and the majority of that has, has been without Allison and Cobb playing. And Cobb is also banged up. If Cobb is out, I would put him inside my top 20, uh, or inside my top 24, right around 20. Right now he's closer to 30, but there's a lot to like about Valdez Gantling this week. And as I looked last night, he was 22% owned on CBS Sports League. So um, typically we're on the high end of some of these guys uh, mm-hmm. in terms of our, our, our site compared to others. So if you're looking at it and he's available, let's just say 50% of leagues or, or, or less. He's 30% have, owned. Well, you have to go pick him up. I yeah. mean, e- even if it's just for a one-game scenario, you have to pick him up. But he's been so good and could be very good moving forward. Yeah. Bonanza. All right, let's go to the phones. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. That's the phone number live until midnight Eastern. You got any questions? Uh, how's the, how is uh, the absence of two offensive tackles going to affect the Ravens offense? What do we expect from Elijah McGuire? Jamie picked up Elijah McGuire in at least one of the leagues I'm in with him. He will be back for the Jets, and uh, he's a good player to stash right now. Not going to start him at Miami, but keep an eye on McGuire, and there's plenty more including I'm sure you're going to have questions about Dalvin Cook. Let's start with Ernest in Texas. Ernest, what's going on? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Good evening, my friends. Thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for calling. Caller number one. Kick us off with uh, something good. I finally got the number one spot. (laughs) The Todd (laughs) Gurley of callers. Exactly. (laughs) So I just need two flex spots and just trying to decide. It's a a standard league. Uh, Right now I could start uh, Latavius Murray and Julian Edelman, or I can go with uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Marvin Jones, or Juju Smith-Schuster. Just need two of those guys. Thanks so much. Have a good night. So two of the latter two? Or two including Murray and Edelman? No, uh, just two out of those uh, five. All right, Murray, Edelman, Marvin Jones, and Juju and who? Sanders. That was the good group here. <laughs> yeah, um, Sanders for sure. Uh, it comes down to Jones versus Juju. I think you play Murray. I think you play Edelman. Um, you know the thing about about Juju is it's going to be a tough matchup for them against the Ravens. I may I may go with uh, with Jones. You know, especially if Xavier Howard's out. Xavier Rhodes. Yeah. Xavier Rhodes. Excuse me. Well, that is definitely a big deal. Uh, 855-212-4227. Juju Smith-Schuster, yards really haven't been there that much in the last four weeks. Uh, gets his touchdowns, but, uh, yeah, it is a tough matchup. That'll be an interesting game for sure. Really much, really looking forward to the Steelers-Ravens game. Let's go back to the phones. Don is in Florida. Don, what's going on? You're on Ion Fantasy Football, sir. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'm in a half PPR league. Uh, at running back, I need one of uh, Capri Bibbs. And Austin Eckler. And at Flex, I need two of uh, Edelman, Galladay, and Cooper Cup. Yeah, I think, you know, again, you look at with the receivers. Um, if if uh, Rhodes is out, that makes Galladay that much more attractive. But, you know, I think both Lions guys benefit, obviously, with uh, with Golden Take on. So I may go with uh, with Galladay and he's at Edelman, right, I think? Yeah, and um, Cup. Oh, I'm sorry, go with Galladay and Cup. And then um, – Bibbs or Eckler in yeah, PPR? I, I think you still stick with Eckler there. Bibbs does get a nice boost without Chris Thompson playing. But, you know, if they're playing with a lead in terms of the, the Redskins, then I don't know how much Bibbs will be a, a, a big factor. Clearly the, the Falcons 
are very bad against pass-catching running backs. They allow the most receptions to the position. Um, and we did see the last time that Chris Thompson was out, Bibbs had four catches for, I think, around 40 yards and scored a touchdown. So there's a lot to like about him. But, you know, the touches will probably be about the same between Eckler and and, uh, and Bibbs. And Bibbs, though, is just playing with that bad shoulder. I was just a little bit concerned that if he takes a hard hit, he's not going to play. You feel good about Melvin Gordon this week? Yeah, he practiced in full on Friday. There was a little bit of confusion about that, but um, he uh, he got into full practice, and uh, that's obviously a great sign. You know, I, it was a little bit concerning that he didn't get a full practice and coming off their bye week until Friday, but he's good to go. Uh, he's he's a top ten running back. What do we know about Sony Michelle right now? Uh, we know that it's a Sunday night game, which stinks. Um, <laughs> it does. You know, so I again one of those scenarios where you hope you get word tonight or early tomorrow. Uh, you know, we'll certainly be on top of it. On, on CBS Sports Radio at 11 o'clock when we simulcast our show on CBS Sports HQ. Um, my guess is that he's not going to play, uh, but clearly you want to see him out there. And what we've told people, and this is you know kind of ties into uh, the, the Allison injury, so it's not like you're just picking up Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scantling as just a uh, replacement, but put Sony Michelle in your flex spot if you have the ability to play three running backs and pick up Valdez-Scantling, and you can find room on him for your roster, I hope. And so if in the event that you get the Michelle injury, you slide in Valdez-Scantling as your flex, and you're in great shape. Who's the, like, the worst player that you're starting this week? Like, I cannot believe I'm starting this guy. And I guess I can re- retroactively say it's Jordy Nelson. I am winning one oh. to nothing in one of my leagues because I yeah. have to start Jordy Nelson. Like, it's a tough week, man. A lot of people are going to be dealing with some, some crummy lineup situations. Can you think of anyone off the top? Of your- I uh, well, cannot I, believe I'm starting this it, guy. The same, uh, Derek Carr in two leagues. <laughs> I thought yeah. he would. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he'd be around 18 to 20 points. Uh, that's that's a couple leagues where I have Andrew Luck. Um, the worst, uh, probably uh, Ed Dixon. Oh you know, yeah, that's just a good just one. because uh, I have Zach Ertz in a lot of leagues, and it was hope for Chris Herndon. <laughs> um, and if you miss on him, at least get someone who has a chance. So, yeah, yeah, not- I got some Herndon. I got some Herndon this yeah. week for sure. Yeah, I, we're going to take a lot of your phone calls when we come back, but here's a, here's a little teaser for you. I'm going to tell you the player that has by far, my very unscientific without having looked it up uh, for the other players, by far the best schedule of any player in fantasy in his next six games. Just wait until you hear who you might want to consider buying low on when we come back on Ion Fantasy Football. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Saturday night. Rocking out here on CBS Sports Radio. Adam Azer, Jamie Eisenberg, live until midnight Eastern. This is Ion Fantasy Football, and we are taking a bunch of your calls in this segment at 855-212-4227. If you stuck with us through the break, thank you very much. If you heard what I said just before we went to commercial break, I said there's a player who is set up. He's got the best schedule. I didn't say this, but specifically, six his next six games, including tomorrow's game, are against teams that rank in the bottom eight in fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. So who is that quarterback, Jamie, that just has this beautiful schedule all lined up for him? Um, Joe Flacco. Yeah. Pittsburgh, then a bye. Cincinnati, Oakland, at Atlanta, at Kansas City, Tampa Bay. You know what? Who cares about Joe Flacco? But what about John Brown, man? It is set up nicely for John Brown beginning with tomorrow against Pittsburgh. Can you, buy, can you feel that? Can you buy that? Yeah. Tell me the uh, the schedule again. All right. We got Pittsburgh. Then we got a bye. 
Okay. Cincinnati, Oakland, at Atlanta, at Kansas City, and Tampa Bay. So I heard two road games there, right? Two road games. And, you know, Flacco's actually been pretty good in three home games this year. He's usually good at home. Yeah, and now that the tackles are out tomorrow, and that stinks. John Brown is good at home, too. Yeah, Um, so his next three games are at home. Yeah, that's the that's the encouraging thing. So I I think um, obviously you can't uh, pick up John Brown. You can try and trade for John Brown. Um, I would try and do it prior to tomorrow because of the possibility and likelihood that he has a big game. I mean, I'm looking at his game logs right now. Home to Buffalo, 44 yards and a touchdown. Home to Denver, five for 86. Home to New Orleans, seven for 134 and one. And if you're just looking at the Pittsburgh game on the road. Three for one, sixteen and one. So uh, he's had seven or more targets in all but two games. So that's an encouraging sign for a team that doesn't exactly throw the ball a ton. So there's there's a lot to like about him. He's had a very very good season, and in some cases, great compared to where he was the last couple of years. All right, I like it. You know, I, I want to get to just two players real quick. Uh, really, a group of players, right? A group of players, RB twos. And where do you have Latavius Murray right now? Getting a lot of questions about Latavius Murray. Just got an email, Latavius Murray or Mark Ingram PPR. I think Ingram's another one that p- player, people are going to have a lot of questions about. Uh, I getting a ton of Kenyon Drake questions, Jamie. I love the way he's been playing lately. I think the matchup's really good, but you don't know how many touches he's going to get. Um, so let's look at Latavius Murray, Kenyon Drake, and Mark Ingram, and any other running backs you think might be in that mix. I'm assuming Nick Chubb is ahead of all those guys, right? Nick Chubb is ahead of all those guys. Right now I have it in non-PPR, Murray, Drake, Ingram. In PPR, Drake moves ahead of those guys because he's doing a much better job catching the ball. I would put Ingram slightly ahead of Murray in PPR also because that's where I think if the Vikings are smart, that's where they would play Dalvin Cook is on passing down, especially if Stephon Diggs does not play. How do you feel about Isaiah Crowell with that group? Uh, he's in the mix. Uh, I like him a little bit better, to be honest with you, just because the Dolphins have been so bad against opposing running backs. Now, we'll see what Elijah McGuire does. If, in fact, he's going to come in and have a big role, I don't know if that's going to be the case. You know, guys coming off long injuries tend to have a little bit of a shake-off-the-rust type of game. But the Dolphins have allowed a touchdown to running back in every game so far this season. They've given up a lot of production to running games of late. You know, they made Lamar Miller look like a star last week. Um, the nice thing about Crowell is when he's had these favorable matchups, he's t- typically taken advantage of them and the last time that they played the Dolphins their run defense was a lot better uh Bilal Powell had a big game in the passing game five for 74 and a touchdown I believe the Dolphins have played eight games all eight times a running back has finished as a top 13 running back no worse than 13 that's incredible good matchup for Coel and, and good matchup for a lot of these guys the, Murray obviously has a great chance as well I gotta tell you I'm in one league just to the the, the Dolphins Jets game where I've had McGuire I have to it's an IR spot have McGuire, and um, I'm debating playing him over Alex Collins just because I'm nervous about Collins with the way he's played, with the sure. foot injury. Oh, yeah. And oh, just... McGuire over Collins. Oh, I'm thinking Crowell. That's, oh, that's Crowell risky. Yeah, that, that is easy, right? Yeah, yeah, no, this is much more difficult. Yeah, but that's just kind of like, you know, the devil you know versus the devil you don't. And, and just to see if McGuire comes in and it's all of a sudden – uh, fresh legs. He's ready. Let's go. You're not gonna do that. He might not. He might get two carries. Well, I'm 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 struggling for a win. So it's the one spot where I'm like really desperate for somebody to actually play well. Yeah, it's like putting in the backup quarterback when you're uh, when your season's just about over. I get it. All right. Uh, CBS Sports Radio's toll. Uh, CBS Sports Radio's toll free line eight five five two one two four two two seven is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. And let's hear from the people. Spencer in Atlanta. Spencer, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. 
Hey, good evening, guys. Um, I just need to pick one person out of uh, Edo Smith, Booker, Jamal Williams, or Bibbs. Uh, one point PPR. I mean, I I go Booker. You know, I mean, he played really well last week without Royce Freeman. Doesn't sound like Freeman's going to play again. Um, probably going to be chasing points. You know, just based on how the Texans' offense has looked the last few weeks. So I, I think Booker's is in a great spot. And I think the Texans have allowed five receiving touchdowns to running backs. So let's uh, let's get a sixth. Chris in Illinois. Chris, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey guys, I got a ten team standard flex question. I have Sony Michelle in there right now, but I would have to start Crowell or Williams by noon or 3:25 if uh, Sony's not playing. And what do you guys think about tanking in the dynasty league startup where I just have two wins and there's no rule against it? It's brilliant. Uh, I mean, we love you know, tanking. It, the funny thing is, is that if you only have two wins, what are you going to do to make yourself worse? It's true. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I mean, trade away some veterans and get an extra well, pick yeah, or something that, that's, like that. That's a different story. It's not that I wouldn't consider that tanking. I would consider that roster management to make yourself better for next year. So absolutely do that. Like I'm looking at uh, a, a dynasty league that I joke around that Adam and I share. Um, but uh, <laughs> I wish I. Um, I'm four and four. I, I've dealt with. I had the all suspension team of Winston, Edelman, Ingram, and I think maybe one more. But but those three guys, and so I like my team. But I could use another running back. And there's a team that's terrible. I, I'm going to offer a first round pick for James White. Yeah, and uh, I think look, I do I do have a problem tanking if you intentionally set a bad lineup or something like that. That's that we don't you know that's ruining the integrity of the league. But if you just want to give away some players, get some picks, that's great. As far as your question goes, Crowell or Williams over Sony Michelle? I mean, clearly you want to play Michelle if he plays, but Crowell's not a bad fallback option by any stretch. You know, he's got a great matchup against the Dolphins. We just illustrated. You know, I I don't really feel like too often we go into a, a Sunday night game and we don't know by Sunday morning what's likely to happen. You know, we just we'll get a report. So you'll probably know. But it might be something like, well, he's going to play, but he's limited, so Crowell is a good option. Uh, Jason in Portland. Jason, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Uh, good timing. I just have dynasty questions for draft picks. I'm being offered uh, mid-tier for 2019 for Aaron Jones or Marlon Mack or Mark Cooper or even Jarek McKinnon. I'm just not sure how to value next year's picks. Do you guys have any thoughts on it? So you you're off getting offered mid round picks. Yeah, the 2019 mid round picks I'm being offered for a host of different players on my team, uh, including Jarek McKinnon on IR, Amari Cooper, uh, Aaron Jones, Marlon Mack, and then the play, the the uh, the player in in specifically has the number one overall pick next year lined up, and that's on the table too. And he seems to not be getting a lot of offers for it. So I'm just wondering. Is there just not that much value in the future round picks next year, or is it, I mean the, uh, the 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 thing that you see typically in dynasty rookie drafts is once you get past the first five or six picks, it's kind of a crapshoot. Like you know, look at this year for example. You know, there was the host of eight eight I believe it was eight running backs that were typically going with the first eight picks, and then it was Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore. You know, the, that group of receivers. It was a decent first round, but once you got into the second round, it was kind of grasping at straws. I know, like for me, it was the two Colts running backs of Jordan Wilkins and Naheem Hines. And, um, you know, Michael yeah. Gallup was an early second round pick, you know, and those guys just typically don't pan out. Uh, you'll get lucky every now and then again, Nama Camara clearly, but that's, you know, not necessarily going to help you 
guess for that. You know, you're going to have to kind of get lucky and have that scenario. So I would shoot for the first overall pick if you can, and maybe if you're if you're so inclined, offer someone who is clearly playing now and maybe throw in Derek McKinnon also. And so if you could do a two for the first pick, that's a good trade to make if you don't need these players. But uh, of the guys you mentioned, McKinnon is probably worth a mid-round pick. Um, maybe Amari Cooper, but I would probably wait to see what Cooper does because if he comes out and plays great with Dallas, you're going to want to hold on to him. Let's take another phone call, 855-212-4227. We got Paul in Louisiana. Paul, what's uh, what's going on, man? Adam, earmuffs, earmuffs. Oh, no, what happened? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just joking. Um, I have a QB question. Uh, one, pick one for me, please. <laughs> Dak, Alex Smith, Mayfield, or Flacco. And a tight end question. Hoopa, Eric Dickerson, Henderson, or Burton, and got to go by. <laughs> Eric Dickerson. Yeah, he threw him all. I right? would play him at, at uh, tight end. I like that. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sure we're going to get our call from the uh, the guy who plays in the league with um, no, I hope not. all the old players. Um, I would probably go with uh, Alex Smith just based on matchup. <laughs> you know, they're so bad, the Falcons are defensively. And then um, – when you're looking at the tight ends, I would probably stick with Burton, you know, with uh, Allen Robinson clearly still banged up and, you know, just all the things that they're dealing with as a receiving core. Taylor Gabriel hasn't played well lately. Anthony Miller has, you know, had some good moments. But, you know, Burton uh, last year, last week was disappointed, but two weeks ago he was a star. So uh, that would probably be the direction I'd go. All right. Thanks a lot for the question, Paul. Appreciate it. 855-212-4227. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. Couple of sharp-dressed men here on Saturday night. Well, not really. I'm wearing a predictable waffle shirt, some $40 jeans, Jamie. How about you? Shorts? Sandals? Oh, yeah. Shorts for sure and a T-shirt. T-shirt. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll dress up some other time. Welcome back, everybody. 855-212-4227. That song was called Sharp-Dressed Men. Or Man. So that's why I said that. I'm not that random. 855-212-4CBS. That's the phone number. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg live until midnight Eastern on Ion Fantasy Football. Want to remind you that CBS's Super Bowl season continues Sunday with exciting regional action. We got Pittsburgh and Baltimore renewing their bitter AFC North rivalry. We got young gunslingers Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield meeting Kansas City and Cleveland. Sam Darnold and the Jets fly to Miami to face the Dolphins. The Chargers take on Seattle and the resurgent Texans. Tackle the Broncos in Denver. Check your local listings for the game in your area and kick off the day at 12 Eastern, 9 Pacific with the NFL Today, presented by Jeep. I, I want to pick an upset, Jamie. I'm looking at the spreads right now. I want to pick an upset. There, you know, I, I don't know if this is a big upset, but I feel like this is going to happen. The Atlanta Falcons march into Washington and beat the Redskins. I mean, it could. You know, it's not like the Redskins are, uh, are exactly world beaters. They've played great so far this season. Um, they've taken advantage of the, you know, schedule that they've been handed. Uh, they've, you know, I think probably their signature win would be the Packers game, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, good win. Quality win. But they're, uh, you know, now that Trent Williams is out, offensive line is, is going to be beat up a little bit. Receiving core has obviously been beat up. Alex Smith has yet to have a big game and, you know, they're living off of, which has been fantastic, a 33 year old running back who's been dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, Feels like a bad fantasy game. Feels like a twenty to nineteen game. Uh, yeah, nineteen is uh, gonna be tough to get, but twenty, twenty is <laughs> realistic. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just the the thing that you have to be a little bit concerned about is that the Washington defense has been fantastic from a defensive side of things, and now they add 
Clinton Dix against a Falcons team that at least through two games this year, but for the most part over Matt Ryan's tenure, has not played well outdoors. Right. Yeah. So could could be low scoring. Total on that game is forty eight. I'll take the under. Yeah. Um, Jamie, give me two. St- we're gonna get to a lot of phone calls. We'll go rapid fire in a second. Give me two starts at each position. Couple quarterbacks you want to start this week? Uh, Fitzpatrick and Trubisky. You know, I mean, again, we're six teams on a bye, and some of the big name quarterbacks like Ryan, uh, Big Ben, Rivers, um, Stafford have tough matchups. Stafford may change if if Rhodes is out, but um, you look at Fitzpatrick. He steps back into that role and uh, and gets you know 22 or more fantasy points in four of the five times that he's stepped on the field. So it's a good spot to bind to him still. And Trubisky, I know it's a tough matchup against Buffalo, but he's doing so much with his legs that will offset some of that pass defense from the Bills. And he scored 30 or more fantasy points in three straight. So I like those two guys at the running back position. Nick Chubb, like I said, started the week. Uh, nine PPR points last week was a low for him. I did like the fact that they're involved in a little bit in the passing game. And the Chiefs have been so bad against opposing running backs. And Anthony Hitchens is banged up, one of their key linebackers. Uh, Crowell is the other start against Miami. You know, they have a lot of touchdowns to running back in every game so far this year. Uh, the receivers, two young guys, DJ Moore and, and uh, Cortland Sutton. Moore uh, clearly had a, a breakout game last week and now gets Tampa Bay. They're awful against the opposing receivers. And Sutton, I think, gets a big boost. You know, he's been eight or more PPR points in five straight games. That's with limited targets. He's going to assume most of the seven targets per game that Demaris Thomas was getting. So, like his matchup against Houston. And at the tight end position, I, I wrote these down, or I, I typed them to Adam. Uh, he thought I was being serious when I said that George Kittle was the name I was going to use. <laughs> okay. That is not the case. That <laughs> was a know. joke to see if he's paying attention. I'm paying attention. Uh, uh, Chris Herndon would be one. The Dolphins have allowed five touchdowns to tight ends in the last three games with the stellar group of Michael Roberts and Jordan Thomas catching four of those. So I think you look at Herndon, he scored three straight games. I think he makes it four. And then O.J. Howard. Uh, he played really well with Fitzpatrick as well early in the season. I don't think that will change now that Fitzpatrick's back under center. I want to hear what all of you have to say. Give us your questions. 855-212-4227. Let's take as many calls as we can here. Let's go quickly. You don't have to ask us how we're doing. Although, I will make an exception for our first caller of this segment, our man, Alan, in Philadelphia. Alan, what's up, dude? Gentlemen, I, I won't ask how you're doing because it sounds like you're doing great. I'm envious of the shorts and flip-flops. That's for sure. <laughs> so am I. Uh, Jamie, I'm wondering what you're hearing about Chris Carson and if for some reason he's out in a full point PPR, uh, would you, who would you sit in my flex Cooper or Austin Eckler? Uh, I just have a funny feeling about Cooper, uh, on Monday night, but that's just the gut, but just uh, more interested in what you're hearing about Carson. Thanks. It sounds like Carson will play first down. I hope you show up at our, uh, CBS sports tailgate on Friday night in New York City. Uh, Adam can tell you more details on that. But um, if you look at Carson, you know, the the reports are he's going to play that he just tweaked his groin. Um, I know he's been battling the hip injury as well, but it seems as if he's going to be all systems go. If he does not play, I think Amari Cooper, I'm with you. Uh, It it sets up, or at least sounds like, it's going to be a big game for him, or at least the opportunity for a big game for him, because we've seen the the Titans struggle with, you know, receivers uh, for a good portion of the season. I can't imagine a scenario where Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett haven't had a conversation or, or, or uh, a talking to where Jerry's telling Jason, uh, hey, we've just taken a lot of you know uh, heat for trading a first-round pick for a wide receiver. You better make sure that we feature him, that Dak features him, that he gets six-plus targets, seven-plus targets, eight-plus targets, maybe ten targets, and that's every report you're reading about the, the scenario in Dallas. So I'm with you on that. He's – 
uh, has a chance for a good play to be a good play this week. And why didn't Dave Roberts leave Rich Hill in the game? Right, because he was at a World Series game, right? Nice. <laughs> part of the, part of the controversy. <laughs> uh, thank you, Alan, for the phone call. Let's go to Mark. Mark is in Virginia. What's up, Mark? Guys, two quick questions if you got a chance. Um, one is a one-point PPR flex um, between Mark Ingram, Chris Godwin, and Traquan Smith. And the other is a trade possibility. I'm looking at moving Zach Ertz, and I uh, got a guy who would be willing to trade me Cooper Cup and John Brown for him straight up. Well, who would be your tight end then in giving up Ertz? Uh, David and Joku. Yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully Njoku continues to do what he did prior to last week. Uh, we were starting to come around. Um, if you need the I'm, receiver I'm help, yeah, if you need the receiver help, though, that's a good trade. You know, just as Adam told you, John Brown's about to take off and Cooper Cup has been good. I would hope you could do a little bit better for Ertz just because those are two good receivers. Ertz has been the best tight end in fantasy. So uh, the one thing that you might be doing, which, you know, I hope is not the case, but you could be selling high on Ertz now that, Golden Tate is there, and maybe there's a little bit of a downturn coming. So if you do need the receiver help, and that's the best trade you can get, I'm okay with that. Um, I don't remember all the names you said, but Traquan Smith is somebody that I'm very excited Mark, about. Mark Ingram, week. Traquan Smith, Chris Godwin. Yeah, I, I yeah. play the upside of, of, of Traquan. If you, 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 the safe play is clearly Ingram. Um, if you want the upside play, though, in my mind, it's Traquan. Um, the last time we saw him at home, and, and that's where you're going to see a lot of the Saints numbers pop typically, uh, three catches, 111 yards, two touchdowns. He's going to play like Ted Ginn played, where the numbers were much better home than on the road. And the Rams, he's not going to see Marcus Peters. you know, And not that Marcus Peters has been great, but he's going to see you know, some single coverage on the turf in a high-scoring game. So it could be one of those games. You know, We talked about this on our podcast. I said this at the time uh, when Ted Ginn went out, that Traquan Smith could be a league winner for you. It's for games like this. 855-212-4227. Corey in Illinois. Corey, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, great show, guys. Oh, thank uh, you. Real quick, Sutton or Ridley? Yeah, I'm going I'm to play Sutton. Uh, again, just going back to what the, the Falcons outdoors, good uh, good defense that they're playing in Washington. Um, the Falcons have played two games so far on the road. Ironically enough, both of them in the state of Pennsylvania against the Steelers and Eagles. They combined for 29 points. Uh, Ridley, it was his first NFL game. You know, you could throw that out. But three targets, no catches. Uh, struggled against Pittsburgh as well in week five. So I'm sorry, the, the three catches, the three targets, no catches was against Eagles. Um, yeah. I just think that you know you, you look at what Sutton could be. Um, somebody asked me this on Twitter, and, and clearly it's not a fair comparison by any stretch. But if you go back to the rookie class in 2014, Odell Beckham, this is about the time he popped. Could Sutton be that guy? No, not like not <laughs> at that level. Not at that level. Yeah, he could be. But he could, he be, could the, be really good for he you. Could be Juju, stretch, he could really be Juju. He could be what Juju Smith, Juju Smith-Schuster was around this time. Remember, this is when yeah. he started to take off too. He could. So it's it's not you know to to say who could be the the best receiver in 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 fantasy maybe or you know at at the time, um or one of the best. But Cortland Sutton, you know, could be one of these guys that just from this point forward is like, oh my goodness, this guy's awesome. Because yeah, I think he has I wish that type I had of him. I wish I had him on some teams. Yeah, and, and you were smart enough. You know, you, you kept uh, saying it. I didn't think they were going to trade Thomas. Um, you know, I, I was buying the reports of nobody's going to take that contract. You know, um, it changed a little bit, obviously, when Fuller went down. So that's when the trade happened. But, you know, you were saying it on our podcast a couple weeks leading up yeah, to Yeah, well, that. I didn't do anything about it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know, to your credit, though, you, 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 were, you were being aggressive in, in mentioning it or at least suggesting it. And That's so, what I do. I help everybody's team <laughs> but mine. Um, but still, though, you know, uh, look, you made a lot of great calls this year, so, you know, pat yourself on the back. But 
Um, I, I, I do think that, you know, he's one of those guys that uh, I'm looking at a couple of my leagues, you know, 10-team leagues where r- waivers, you know, run twice a week and he, he did not get picked up. Um, there's probably a few scenarios like that. Go get him. I, it's really weird that I actually patted myself on the back. Like, that <laughs> is strange behavior. Um, all right, we got about four minutes left in this segment, but we're live until midnight, so uh, you got time for your calls. Now, for the next four minutes, we're going real fast here. Question, answer, question, but, answer. Let's do it. Adam, they, they told me that with uh, the um, time change that we're on for another hour. <laughs> oh, I do it. Oh, I love This is the best weekend of the year. We got oh, an you extra have, you have hour, kids now, man. though. You have kids now, though. He's going to sleep an extra hour, too. Uh, changes when you have kids, He's going to sleep an extra hour. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. We'll find out. Uh, 855-212-4227. Let's see how fast we can do this. Shane in Virginia. Shane, go. Shane, go. Wow. Shane destroying the segment. Shane, got to go by. Yeah. Chris in Chicago. Chris, put Shane to shame. Chris, go. What's going on, guys? Two quick questions. I don't no, one quick one. question, please. Oh, RB2, RB2, Peyton Barber or McCoy? And if I could squeeze in the flex, more more Deshaun Jacksons or Sutton. Thanks, guys. Hey, shout out to Ruben Pops from Chicago. I, I, <laughs> don't listen. He doesn't pay attention. Go ahead, uh, Jamie. I, I, I'm going to stick with Deshaun Jackson over the two rookies. I do like the rookies, but I think Deshaun's better. And, and even though I don't really love McCoy, I don't think Barber's a great play this week. Either. Gene in Pittsburgh. Gene, go. Yeah, I need two to start. Marquise Van, uh, Gambling, Jordan Howard, Sonny Michelle, or um, uh, that's it. Okay. For PPR leagues. <laughs> um, I mean, like if Michelle plays, he's one of your guys. I probably would go Howard over Valdez Gambling. Um, oh, you you go Howard, and then you play. Valdez Scant- oh, yeah, that's a great you point. Play yep, Michelle yep. if he plays, and you play Valdez Scanting. Yep. By, by the way, shout out does. to. Uh, right, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Uh, hey, if you're struggling with that guy's name, just say MVS, by the way. MVS for Marquez Valdez Scantling. No, no, no. You have to say his name. Uh, you can try. It's fun. Dylan in Louisville. Dylan, go. All right. It's a non-PPR pick to Amari Cooper, Latavius Murray, Stefan Diggs, or Corlone Sutton. I'd play the first two. Th- uh, perfect. Thank you, Dylan. Josh in Dallas. Josh, go. Hey, guys. I need a three and a PPR. I got Sutton, Drake, Amendola, Devontae Parker, and Marquez Valdez Scantling. <laughs> Drake Sutton and MVS. Thank you, Josh. 855 212 4227. Mike in New Orleans. Mike, go. Uh, PPR, need to. Uh, Latavius Murray, Cortland Sutton, Crabtree, or DJ Moore. Thanks. The first two Murray and Sutton. 855 212 4227. That's the number. Jay in Jersey. Jay, what's up? You're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, what's good, guys? Um, I was on for a trade. I'm in a 12-team PPR league two flex spot. I was off for Beckham Jr. for James White and uh, Kerryon Johnson. Currently, my running backs are Gurley, Connor, and Mixon, and my receivers are uh, T.Y. Hilton and uh, Baldwin. So you're getting Beckham? Yes. Make the trade. Oh, God. I think I'd rather have White rest of season, Jay. Look at the running backs he has. I'm so, I know. Well, I'd, make I mean, a di- I'd make a different trade. I'm so worried about Beckham. With, with, with what's happening in New York with the quarterback? That, with I'm the very concerned that's, when they that's, bench that's Eli Manning. Yeah, when they bench Manning. About? They're going to sign Sam Bradford. Yeah, they're not going to sign Sam Bradford. Actually, funny quote of the day. Uh, I'll tell you in one second. Let's go to Isaac in Iowa. Isaac, we got uh, you got a trade offer. I'm going to keep you on the line. 
Let's go to Jacob in Maine. Uh, Isaac, I'll get to you first segment, first question, next caller. Jacob in Maine. Jacob, uh, real quick, go. Jacob? In Maine? All right. Jamie, yeah, this wasn't my, fi- not my sh- finest hour. Shout out to... Uh... I don't know if that was my fault or not. Roto World says the Giants reportedly have no interest in bringing in free agent Sam Bradford. Then they said, well, they should. All right, that's going to wrap up hour number one of Eye on Fantasy Football. But we're live until midnight Eastern, and we're gaining an hour, so we're in a good mood on this Saturday night. Call us up, 855-212-4227. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. All right, welcome to hour number two of Eye on Fantasy Football. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg. Jamie is our senior fantasy football writer for CBSSports.com. You can see him on CBS Sports HQ Sunday mornings from 10 to 1, 10 a.m. Eastern till kickoff, 1 p.m. Eastern. So glad you're with us on this Saturday night. Here we go. Going to take a bunch of your phone calls in this hour. We're live until midnight Eastern, 855-212-4227. And, you know, I'm looking at, like, look at this roster that I have for this week, Jamie. Gosh, what a terrible team. Stafford at quarterback. Gross. I'm not excited about that. I'm starting Peyton Barber. Starting Peyton Barber. Got James Conner. He might not even have that good of a game. I don't know. He was terrible the first time he faced Baltimore. I got Devontae Adams. That's good. I'm starting Devontae Parker. I'm starting two Devontae's. Devontae Parker and, and Peyton Barber and Matthew Stafford in my lineup. But it's okay. I already started Jared Cook and Jordy Nelson. I hate week nine. Too many buys. Who's your defense? The Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Only the worst defense in the NFL. They're my defense this week. So That's great. I'm, I'm in a similar situation, not as bad of a, a roster, but <laughs> I, I started um, Derek Carr, and I have Andrew Luck. And I think this is something that, you know, somebody – that's in a good spot in your roster, in your in your uh, standings. Or you like, are your is your team good? Oh well, we're we're three and five. But we have a lot of heart. So the thing, no. the thing, like, I'm I'm debating this myself. So I'm almost thinking like, and I'm playing a team that's just loaded. Like, I may throw the not throw the week, but like, the Chargers DST is available, for example. And right now I'm I'm playing the Panthers. Like, I may cut the Panthers, pick up the Chargers, because next week they play the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, great stash. Get the Chargers right now. But that's the only thing that I could do to get the Chargers is to drop the DST that I'm going to play. And I think the Chargers DST is going to struggle this week. So because I started Derek Carr and I'm looking at, you know, I probably don't have a chance to win now, that do you not tank, not throw the week. My team's in very good shape. But look ahead to next week as opposed to, Worrying about trying to squeak out a win this week, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure, absolutely. And you know, you can't do that if you're three and five. You got to win now. Um, but uh, also, the silver lining is you might not be the only team in your league. You, you you might be facing a team that's in a similar conundrum, which just it's really really ugly. But we'll uh, we'll focus on the positive as we welcome you back here. Dalvin Cook is going to play this week. That's yeah. actually a negative, Jamie. That's it's, uh, it's bad. But let's talk rest of season, Dalvin Cook. What do you think? I mean, I, I I wish that they would sit him out one more week. You know, just if he pops his hamstring again or hurts himself again, then what are we looking at here? Well, you then know, at least you have a little clarity. Sure, but, you know, you, look, you'd rather have Dalvin Cook at, at, in the second half of the season if he has the chance to get to the heights that we hope he can get to. You know, I, I hope this doesn't end up being, you know, like one of the, you know, fantasy teases of guy who's great but just can't stay healthy. Why don't you um, tell me, who would you rather have rest of season, Dalvin Cook or Le'Veon Bell or Leonard Fournette? 
I mean, at this point, you got to say Cook because he's healthy, or at least presumably. Do you, though? Because, like, he's you're not going to start him this week. If he, he's got to he buy comes, next week. If he comes out of this game, let's say 15 touches, 7 or 10, uh, 12 carries, 3 catches, um, d- does little with it, but healthy, you're going to feel good about it. Okay, so so you, that's you take him over Fournette and Le'Veon. Yeah, Bell. I mean, look, you know, you're you're not playing Fournette until next week, and who knows when you're playing Le'Veon? And Fournette could easily get hurt again, also. Plus, Fournette has the scenario of, you know, that when he steps back on the field, you share him with two other guys. Do you think that Latavius Murray is a ten carry guy rest of the season? Because that's sure. that'd be bad for a Dallas ten touch Cook. guy. Ten touch guy. All right. 855-212-4227. Enough of those crappy first-round running backs. Let's uh, hear from Isaac. Isaac, I kept you on the line for a while. I appreciate your patience. What's going on, man? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, what's up? I'm in a, I'm in a standard league. I got offered James Conner and Philip Lindsay for Joe Mixon and Sony Michelle. Also, I have Le'Veon Bell on my team, so it's a little bit like a risk-free over there. So you think I should do that trade? So you're getting James Conner. And- getting Conner and Lindsay and... I'm giving up Mixon and Michelle, and I have Bell on my team. See, the one uh, concern I have no. is that you're, you're giving up two guys that could be guaranteed starters for the mess of what could be Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't think I'd do it because I, I think, you know, the the Pittsburgh uh, – well, I'm going to hang up on Isaac. Just as we, we got your answer, Isaac. Jamie, we're going to say no to the trade? Yeah, the one concern, though, would be is do you need to win this week? Because if Mixon Michelle doesn't play, then you don't have Mixon or Michelle. And you would obviously get the points of what Connor gives you. And Lindsay, for that matter. And Lindsay could for that be matter. huge. Yeah, right. so do keep that in mind. But long term, I think we're going to say no. And it's funny because the, the situation with Pittsburgh has gone from, well, get both guys on the on your team, right? Do whatever you can to get both to like, you might have two running backs that are iffy starts. Well, if, if Le'Veon plays, if Le'Veon comes yeah, back, right. you I know, mean, it's, it's it could be Connor's not going away. No, nor nor should he. And uh, you know, I, I mean, certainly anybody that listens to our podcast knows I, I've been the most uh, optimistic about Le'Veon coming back and coming back and coming back and playing and being a factor and all these things. Um, I'm I'm curious to see. Uh, you know, Connor's had an amazing season and he's been fantastic. And this is a separate conversation. I mean, cl- clearly, if Le'Veon comes back, it's it's a problem. But uh, is Connor good or is Connor great? You know, I, I we I I think I mentioned this to you off the air mm-hmm. uh, in a conversation um, this week that you look at what Connor has done and who he's done it against. He's really had one tough opponent all season, and it was the team he's playing tomorrow. And so his his only bad game was against Baltimore, but otherwise he's beat up Cleveland twice. Their run defense is terrible. Kansas City terrible. Atlanta terrible. Tampa Bay terrible. Um, so. Is he going to end up being when they start to get into some tougher matchups, putting up twenty five points, you know, thirty points, you know, whatever the case we'll may be? We'll find out. It's a good, yeah. it's a good point. So, a good point. so you know, while you know everybody's praising him for all these yards after contact and things that he's done that Le'Veon hasn't done, Le'Veon's done it against a lot of tough competition, and I don't know if Connor's done that yet. Eight five five. I don't I'm want to sorry, take anything Jamie. away from Connor. I, I no, don't you're want right, to make though. it seem as if he's a bad player because he's not. It's funny. Three like three weeks ago. He had a bad game. I think it was against the Ravens in that loss at home. People were like, oh, they really got to get Le'Veon Bell back. Yep. <laughs> Things have changed. 855-212-4227. Michael in Kansas City. Michael, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Uh, I got just a quick question for you. I'm looking towards the playoffs, and uh, I've got a whole bunch of running backs on my team that I need to offload. 
and I've put in a trade for getting rid of Chubb for Alshon Jeffrey. Um, but I'm a little concerned with the Tate trade. And in the playoffs, um, they're playing Dallas, the Rams, and Houston. Would that be a good trade-up from your point of view? No. Um, I, I just think that you know Chubb is one of these guys that could be – I don't know worth the the first round caliber receivers, but the tier right behind those guys, and I don't know if Jeffrey's there now because of the. If you were to say no, no Golden Tate, yes, I would say Jeffrey's there based on what he's showing us. But I, I, he's going to take a hit. You know, to what level I don't know, but he's going to take a hit. And so, you know, I I think Chubb showed us something last week in a bad game. That they and a game where they were chasing points, still got 18 carries, started to get involved in the passing game, still got you 75 total yards, and so I think that's you know a guy that could be special down the stretch. We got Andrew in Boston. Andrew, what's up, man? You're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, fellas, um, Jamie. I like what you said earlier about Traquan Smith. So that being said, in my half PPR league, uh, I got a flex one out of Demarius, Traquan, Sean McCoy, or Valdez Scantling, and then. With Dalton on by, do I play Stafford this week or do I drop him for Fitzgerald? Thanks. Fitzpatrick, you mean? Or Fitzpatrick, yeah, 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 exactly. So you'd end up with Dalton and Fitzpatrick, yeah. I think that's the right way to go because I don't know if there's much difference between Dalton and Stafford, um, especially now that Stafford did lose Golden Tate. You know, it's funny because we're all excited about Kenny Galladay and, and Marvin Jones, but Stafford is somebody we would say is a loser from the trade. Um, Definitely. I think uh, I, I would probably go Valdez Scantling over Traquan Smith. I just think both guys are in such good spot. It's funny because um, I, I hope we're not talking up all these young receivers and we end up getting burned by it. But Sutton, DJ Moore, Valdez Scantling, um, uh, Traquan Smith—you know—they're rookie receivers and they don't always, you know, take advantage of of situations. Quarterbacks don't always lean on them. They're all in great spots this week, but I just think Valdez Scantling—three straight games of good production. I go back to the first game without Allison and Cobb, and you know Rodgers was you know taking sort of a mentor role, which is funny after you hear what Greg Jennings said this week about Rodgers. Um, but uh, it's 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 a good spot to trust him in a game that's going to be high scoring. The one I'm really concerned about is well, probably two, and not so much this week, but rest of season. DJ Moore, who's had one good game, and he's got an amazing matchup against the Buccaneers, so that's mm -hmm. very nice. But Traquan Smith, I mean, he still does not have more than three catches in any game, and we are talking about an offense that is going to run the ball a lot, and Drew Brees has not been throwing the ball a lot since Mark Ingram came back. So I haven't been all that eager to add either one of them unless I really need them for this week. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm crazy. I actually was more excited about Devontae Parker. I know I was completely, completely on an island there. But um, I haven't seen anything from Traquan Smith. He was wide open against the Redskins. That's his only good game so far. I haven't seen much from DJ Moore. But I do see your point. I mean, it's these, DJ Moore is the first receiver taken in the draft. Traquan Smith is the number two receiver for the Saints. I thought it was going to be Cameron Meredith, so I've already been wrong in that situation once. Um, but I don't think anybody's proven anything. Uh, maybe the guy who has is, is Cortland Sutton. He hasn't gotten a lot of targets, but he's doing a lot with them. Yeah, you're you're 100 right. You know, I, I just again go back to you know the the situations. I don't think that Traquan Smith is going to be week in week out a difference making wide receiver from that standpoint. I think it's going to be these type of scenarios like we see tomorrow. So there'll be like you know I I hope I expressed this at the time when when he was you know the the waiver wire guy that we were discussing that it's going to be you know one of those guys that could be 
we don't know the week that to start him. To me, this yeah. feels like one of those weeks to start him. Um, but yeah, no, he's not going to be a, a six, seven, eight catch guy. He's going to be a three to five catch guy with seventy five yards and a touchdown. You know, big plays. Big plays, um, yeah. Like like you said, you know, he made big plays against Washington. I think he'll make a couple big plays against the Rams. He may make some big plays in that score, and you're getting six, seven points in a non-PPR league and maybe eight or nine in PPR because it's just two, two three catches. Um, DJ Moore, same thing. You know, he had five for 90 and then 39 yards rushing. I mean, are we banking on, you know, rushing yards for these type of receivers? No. It's still an offense for the Panthers that they're going to spread the ball around, and it's Cam, in, in, you know, when he when he runs. So, yeah, th- those are um, th- those are risky type of receivers, but – it, it's this particular week in these type of weeks, you know, when the Panthers face the Falcons, you're going to want to look at DJ Moore. When, you know, Traquan Smith <laughs> plays the Falcons, you're going to want to use DJ Moore. Um, you know, it's, it, it's the hope that these guys are, are going to be more involved moving forward. But yeah, Sutton, um, Valdez, Scantling, you know, they're just starting to get some opportunities, and that's what you're buying into. Yeah, and if Moore, if Moore does pick it up, then his schedule is actually pretty good down the stretch. Last four games... 13 through 16, weeks 13 through sure. 16. Tampa Bay, thinking, Cleveland, New Orleans, and Atlanta. One more guy to mention is Anthony Miller. You know, two straight games of at least seven targets. And Allen Robinson can't stay healthy now, and, and Taylor Gabriel's fallen off. So, you know, we could be looking at the start of something big for him, too. All right, so we have not quite done our phone call duties this show, but we got two segments left, and we're going to take, I don't know, at least 40 rest of the show. At least 40. I'm setting the bar high. Christy, Shane, Caleb, Greg, Jacob, Melody, Hang on. We're coming right back with your calls at 855-212-4227. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. Phillies infielder Carlos Santana playing us back into the break here on Eye on Fantasy Football. Live until... Midnight Eastern, Jamie. Was that a smooth transition? Very smooth. Smooth. Get it? Yeah. Breaking out the puns. What's up, everybody? We're coming to you live from the Quicken Loan Studios. National mortgage lender, Quicken Loans. Apply simply. Understand fully. Mortgage confidently. I am Adam Azer. That is Jamie Eisenberg. And we've got two segments left, and we got plenty of time for plenty of your calls. Let's go to Christy in Florida. Christy, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Pick two. Murray Sanders or Sutton. Uh, Murray and Sanders. All right, Murray and Sanders. Yes, Sanders. I think I got him in a FanDuel lineup. I'm ready to rock and roll with Merritt with uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, let's go to Shane in Virginia. Shane, welcome to Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Sorry about earlier. So, um, pick two if Melvin Gordon does not play for RB2 and Flex. Um, so, Melvin Gordon, Devontae Booker, Duke Johnson, David Moore, Tyrell Williams, or Taylor Gabriel. Yeah, I think Gordon's going to play, um, so I would go with uh, with him and Booker. 855-212-4227. That's the phone number. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free phone number is brought to you by GEICO. And, hey, everyone, here's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Do you need homeowners, renters, or motorcycle insurance, too? Get it all at GEICO.com. And, again, that number, 855-212-4227. Caleb in Pennsylvania. Caleb, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Guys, tell me it's going to be okay because I benched Kittle for Howard. It's not. It's going to be fine. He's not going to be okay. as good as Kittle, Jamie. But OJ Howard's the man. If you're right, if you're taking tight ends rest of season, where does Kittle go? 
Are you asking me or Caleb in Pennsylvania? Because Caleb, Caleb's still alive. Caleb, how many times? Would you rather have Rob Gronkowski or George Kittle? I mean, I'd probably rather have Rob Gronkowski, but considering the fact that he seems to get injured three times a season, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Caleb, thank you very much for the phone call. I would. Uh, let's let's rank tight ends, Shannon. Um, I'll go. Oh gosh, one is tough. It ain't Gronk. He's three. I'll go Ertz, Kelsey. No, I'll go Kelsey Ertz, Gronk, Kittle. I might go Kittle over Gronk. I'm not going to allow that. I mean, he's been exceptional. He really has been. And he cares about your fantasy team. I just don't buy it, though. Why? I don't buy their passing offense. That's the thing. I buy him. He's great. But the legend of Nick Mullins. The legend of Nick Look, I mean, C.J. Beathard was getting him the ball. It's not like it's been just a fluke. Who am I missing? Like, I think O.J. Howard and George Kittle are two young, exciting, year two tight ends that are probably better than Ingram and Njoku. However, with this, with that tight end class, we could have, if though, if Ingram and Njoku can reach their potential, we could have some great tight ends going forward. It would be really exciting because Ertz and Kelsey ain't going anywhere. No. Um, that, that's Gronk a fun has thought. A, has a... Resurgence of some. Uh, Jordan Reed, number four. Let's go with him. Rest of the season. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, Eric Ebron's up there. Is he with Doyle back? I mean, certainly not to the level of those guys, but he's in that group by, you know, that eight to ten group. By the way, I'm not concerned about T.Y. Hilton. I think that they've been running the ball with a lot of success. They've had good matchups the last two weeks, and they've had, you know, they've taken advantage of that. I think Hilton's going to be fine. He's got five catches for six. 60 for 59 yards over his last two games. He does have two touchdowns. Um, I'd look be looking to buy low because he's in his bye week right now. So I would look at the Hilton owner, Jamie, and say, hey, you're desperate this week. Take my guy. Nobody great, but somebody good. Sure. Like, like a John Brown or something. And here and give me Hilton. What do you think? Uh, John Brown for Hilton is a little bit of an azer trade, but yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> uh, Marcus Vargas can't think. Something like that. Uh, sure. Jacob in Maine. Jacob, what's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Right, hey, sorry about earlier. So, assuming Gordon is healthy, pick one to bench between White, Connor, Cooks, Cup, Michael Thomas, Edelman, and of course Melvin Gordon in the PPR league. Wow, that's a, a benching good. one. Bench one, yeah. <sighs> uh, would you it, like the names again, Jamie? Because I would. Sure. All right, yeah. Jacob, hit it. Fill it up again. James White. James Conner, Brendan Cooks, Cooper Cup, Michael Thomas, Julian Edelman, and Melvin Gordon. Comes down to Edelman or Cup, and the only reason I would say maybe Cup because just split up the Rams. And and he's coming I, back from an injury. I think and he's it's... coming back from injury, but you know he's been such the, the the red zone guy. I you know I'm always a big fan. You know that other revenge game. So Cooks against the Saints. I wouldn't oh, want to him. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And uh and Edelman, I think, you know, just with uh with the way that he's been playing of late. I don't have it ranked this way, but I think, you know, just I would probably break up the Saints. Break up break, excuse me, break up the Rams. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Their offense isn't really that good. No. Uh Melody is in Arizona. Melody, what's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hi guys, thanks for taking my call. Question, I have a standard league, and I have Keenan Allen and DJ Moore. Am I overthinking this because my opponent has Cam Newton? So you want to bench Keenan Allen for DJ Moore. Um, 
I probably would stick with Allen. You know, like Adam was saying, he's had one good game. It was five catches, um, four ninety yards. And Talk about DJ Moore. Yeah, DJ Moore. Um, I think it was seven targets in the game. Um, it's not like he was all of a sudden, you know, overly featured. And the thing about Keenan Allen, I just feel like you go back to the game in London. There was one play in particular where Keenan Allen felt he was open in the end zone. Uh, Rivers threw a bullet to Mike Williams. He dropped it. Allen, if you know anybody watched the game, he kicked the pylon. He was a little upset. And then you saw Rivers talking to him on the sideline there. I just wonder if there's going to be a little bit of a squeaky wheel scenario for him going forward. And you look at what happened last year. Allen came off their bye week. It was week 9 going into week 10, so as opposed to this year where it's 8 going into 9. From week 10 on, in PPR leagues, he averaged, this is quarterback numbers, 21.6 PPR points per game from week 10 to close the season. I hope it's the same thing that's going to happen. So I would be a little bit encouraged. You know, you talked about T.Y. Hilton buying low. Buy low on Keenan Allen before tomorrow, and I would stick with Keenan Allen here. Jamie, I think, is about to just make a brilliant call. He's been talking about this all week on our Fantasy Football Today podcast about Keenan Allen and how he could really erupt in the second half. And the, He's just too good. He's just too good to be putting up these numbers. They, they're going to come. Uh, Scott is in Cleveland. Scott, you're on eye on fantasy football. Hey. Hey, guys. I have a running back question. Should I start Kenyon Drake or Aaron Jones? It's a PPR league. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Scott. It, it's funny because um, I hope, I'm I'm really hopeful that Aaron Jones just goes nuts. But you can't bank on it until you see it. And you know, Drake, while he hasn't exactly gone nuts, he has been playing well the last month, you know, um, just looking at the, a lot of it is, is the touchdowns, but he's starting to play better, and he's certainly more involved in the passing game, especially the last couple of weeks with the injuries to the Dolphins receivers. So in PPR, I don't, I don't want to say it's not close, because it is, but it, it's a little bit more slanted to Drake. In non-PPR, it's much closer, but I, I think Drake is your guy here. You ready for a little musical interlude, Jamie? Yeah. Here's Pat from Ohio. Pat, what's up, man? What is up, fellas? <laughs> Hit me with it. I wonder, how's it going to be <laughs> after by NATO? You look at the waivers, and there's no one there. All the injuries, all the court and something. TJ yelled, and no more, more, more. In the midnight hour, I'm streaming DJ more, more, more. I have to start, too. I have Sony Michelle, Julian Edelman, and Demarius Thomas. Is Demarius going to be a Butterfingers trick or a sensational treat? Sterling Shepard, I could sacrifice for MBS unless Demarius is going to be a cheeseburger in Denver. Yikes. Shout out to all my coworkers at DJ's Barbecue Ribs and Grill in West Virginia. Always listening to my fantasy shenanigans. I love you guys. Thank you, Jamie and Adam. Have a lovely evening. Oh, yeah, with a Rebel Yeldon. We want more, more, more. He's the best. He is, Pat. Uh, very creative. Cheese, the cheeseburger in Denver reference, too. I love that. Awesome. Um, oh, I, oh I, that's what that was. Uh, yeah, of course. Come on, oh, man. That's your stat of the week. Perfect. Um, I would drop Demarius Thomas for – no, no. What do you say? Drop uh, Sterling Shepard for Valdez Scantling and play him. If, if that's the only guy you could drop, that's an easy one for me because um, I think we're going to start to see the Ingram, Shepard, Eli benching, you know, the whole thing that's going on with the Giants. It's just – Shepard, somebody that is going to be very matchup dependent, whereas Valdez Gantling can win you this week, maybe win you some weeks moving forward, and certainly can help you if you're stuck this week. I'd play him over Demarius Thomas and uh, DJ Moore. Well, we got Greg Caserta here. Greg, how do you feel about following that that phone call? 
I'm thinking that all my updates should now be done with musical interludes they and, and a little freestyle sprinkled in. Absolutely, I like that. yeah. Get and some, some parodies in there. And Alabama won the game. And... Sweet home Alabama. You can work that <laughs> into your update. Where's that guy calling from? Ohio. Okay. And Pat, he's a regular. Pat from Ohio every week, right around 11:30 or so. We, uh, Eastern. Well, he did. He, then he just dropped the uh, where he works, and they left to listen. They probably listening to us right now. He he said something about West Virginia, but he's Pat from Ohio. I don't know. Well, he could be born in Ohio, but calling from West Virginia. I, look, you're, I you're, don't. You're Adam from Florida, but you live in New York. Right? I don't pay attention. He just starts singing. And I kind of lose myself in it, Jamie. I don't know what's going yeah, on. He blacked out over here. I yeah. Was oh yeah. Him. Absolutely. I was just I, like, well, well, like the Hurricanes. You forgot that you had to work tonight. Oh gosh, please stop with them. They're not even good enough to make the update. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. One more segment to get to your phone calls on Ion Fantasy Football. It's Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg, and we're just warming up for Outside the Cage. They're coming up next, breaking down UFC 230 here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, got something to tell you about the Friday Night Tailgate. Jamie, you're going to be up here in New York City next week. Yes. Uh, Exciting stuff. to it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, the website, just go to cbssportstailgate.com. cbssportstailgate.com. It's in Times Square. It's Friday, November 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern from the PlayStation Theater in the heart of Times Square in New York City. Jamie will be here. Dave, Heath, uh, we got uh, Pete Prisco, Jason Lockenfora, Phil Sims, Bill Cower, Boomer Esiason, James Brown, Nate Burleson. They're going to be at the Friday Night Tailgate. So CBSSportsTailgate.com if you want some more information. Yeah, awesome food, awesome drinks. Uh, we'll be doing basically a, a, a fantasy football today show for about an hour. And then the NFL Today crew will also be uh, – doing their part to make it uh, fun and exciting, uh, great football conversation. So if you want uh, to get your fantasy football questions answered live in person, if you're in the New York area, please come by and see us. If you want to get your fantasy football question answered right now, you call us up at 855-212-4227. So we'll go as fast as we can. One question per customer. You don't have to ask us how we're doing. Jamie's going to give you an answer, and we will move right along. Bill in Pittsburgh. Bill, welcome to the show. What's up? Yeah, basically, I got the same question as last week. I have <laughs> a flex and a uh, wide receiver. I have uh, Nick Chubb. I have Philip Lindsay, and I also have Derrick Henry, who can play at flex. And I also have Emmanuel Sanders. I have uh, Calvin Ridley and Josh Gordon to play at wide receiver. So you need two receivers and two backs? I need, one, I need one receiver and one flex out of those six players. I mean, Sanders is your receiver, and then I'd play Lindsey. You know, I know it's not exactly the most encouraging thing to play two Broncos guys, but, I mean, Lindsey without Royce Freeman was amazing last week, and I think that'll be the case again. And then Sanders now loses Demarius Thomas while we, uh, and rightfully so, should be on the Cortland Sutton hype train. Um, you know, clearly Sanders is going to benefit also. David in Brooklyn. David, you're on eye on fantasy football. Hi, how you guys doing? Um, I want to get your thoughts on the following trade. Trade Gronk, Tyler Boyd, Dalvin Cook, and Murray for Odell, O.J. Howard, and, and either I Ingram or on Johnson. I think you might be giving up too much. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I really do have Odell concerns. Do you have Odell concerns? Me? Yeah. Um, I mean, sort of. You know, it's it's one of those things where – you know, first off, you know, are they going to turn to Luletta? I think they are at some point. I don't know that they will, but I think they are. The, the only thing I know about Kyle Luletta is that he doesn't have a big arm. He's one of these, like, 
cerebral quarterbacks. And he I, has trouble driving, too. I don't, yeah, legally, yes. Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's, it could be really bad for Beckham. It could be. It will be worse than Manning. I, I feel very strongly about that. Yeah, I tried I mean, to trade him for Devontae Adams. It did not work. I I was going to try to trade him for De- for uh, Stephon Diggs, but I can't do that now because Diggs is hurt. Um, anyway, you know what? Let's let's just move on. Let's get to some more calls. Steve in Pittsburgh. Steve, what's going on? You're an eye on fantasy football. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get one flex. Um, MSA, MSJ, carry on Johnson, or... Um, Tony Michelle, or should I bench uh, Jordan Hauer? Thank you. I mean, just play the guys. In the, I'm assuming it's um, Marcus Valdez-Scantling is who you're talking about. I, w- I would just play the guys in the Sunday night game. You know, So if it's Michelle, you play Michelle. If he's out, you play Valdez-Scantling, and you're in great shape there. You're not going with Carrion Johnson? I, I mean, with Riddick back against Minnesota, he, he makes me a little bit nervous. Okay. MSJ, is that what we heard there for, for MVS? Uh, ballpark, I, I Ball, think just ballpark it. Yeah, eight five five. Just get an M in there with some initials. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be good. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. James in Virginia. James, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. What's going on? Uh, I need one if Dix doesn't start. Corlin Sullen or uh, Tyron Williams for the Chargers. Tyrell Williams, I guess. Um, yeah, I'd play Sutton. Sutton, it is Scott in Wyoming. Scott, welcome to Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, uh, who do I start at flex? I have Jordan Howard, Devin Funches, Traquan Smith, Aaron Jones, and Keenan Allen. Uh, if it's non-PPR, I would go with Howard. If it's PPR, I'd go with Keenan Allen. Thanks, Scott. Mike in Arkansas. Number, by the way, 855-212-4227. Mike, you're an eye on fantasy football. All right, here's the deal. I'm in the driver's seat in my league at 7-1, and one, right? I'm rolling. I've got great running backs with Todd Gurley, Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, and Marlon Mack. My only receivers are Emmanuel Sanders, uh, uh, Kenny Galladay, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Doug Baldwin. Do I trade one of those stud running backs for an Antonio Brown for the long haul? Which one? Uh, I've been offered uh, Brown for Hunt. I'm rolling uh, with uh, Galladay. I'm rolling with Galladay, Sanders, Scantling, and Baldwin. That's all I've got at receiver. And then waiver wire fodder is all that's left, like Taylor Gabriel and those kind of guys. So we're giving up Hunt for Antonio Brown? Is that what it Should was? Should I do it? I mean, I've got Barkley, Gurley, and um, Matt. I think yeah. I'd do it, Jamie. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a fair trade. You know, you're talking about two first-round yeah. guys that have, that have lived up to their hype and their billing. So, yeah, sure. I think it's like five straight games with Antonio for Antonio Brown with no more than five or six catches. It's kind of weird, um, but he's still been really good. George in Massachusetts. George, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Uh, I'm just looking for the Redskins or Panthers defense, Atlanta or uh, Fitzmagic. I'd play the Redskins defense. Redskins defense it is. Thank you, George. 855-212-4227. Josh in Boston. Josh, what's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey guys, uh, all right. So listen, Bell kind of really screwed me this year, man. Not playing. This is, you know, I'm three and five right now. This is my first year yeah, on the verge of not making playoffs. So I need this win this week, and I'm stuck in between. I just picked up DJ Moore. I don't know if I should start DJ Moore, who has a nice matchup against Tampa Bay, or Doug Baldwin, who's been very inconsistent this year. I need this win, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, I play DJ Moore. Like you said, Baldwin's been very frustrating and. Uh, it's not a terrible matchup for him, but 
So got to see it first. 855-212-4227. We got David in Andrews Air Force Base. David, thank you so much for calling. How can we help you? I need two receivers and a flex. I have Marvin Jones Jr., Sammy Watkins, Terry Coheen, Alex Cooper, Josh Gordon, Dalvin Cook, and uh, Cordell Sutton. All right. We got Marvin Jones, Sammy Watkins, Tariq Cohen, Amari Cooper, Josh Gordon, and Cortland Sutton, and we need two of them? And Dalvin Cook. And Dalvin Cook. Well, we're not going to start Dalvin Cook. So, Jamie, what are we doing here? Uh, I think Tariq Cohen and or the two uh, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones over Sammy Watkins? Yeah, I just think, you know, with Tyreek Hill playing, um, I mean, Marvin Jones has got 10, 10 games going back to last year with seven or more targets. In those 10 games, he's hit 90 yards or a touchdown in eight of them. Eight, eight of the seven games? I'm sorry, 10 games with at least seven or oh, more okay, targets. Oh, okay, my bad. No, you, did, you did say that right. You did say that right. I thought so. Yes, that's my Should've, bad. I, sometimes I s- slip up. No, no, that's all me. 855-212-4227. Chris in Tucson. Chris, what's up, man? Hey, gentlemen. How are we doing tonight? Uh, I have a quick question about Flex. I have uh, Valdez Scantling, DJ Moore, Philip Lindsay. And uh, Cortland Sutton, who should I play? PPR, full point. Yeah, go with Philip Lindsay. I, I think he'll be great again. Wow, really hitting the waiver wire there, by the way. Nice work. John in Nashville. John, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, you got a half point PPR. Need uh, two of the four. Deshaun Jackson, Jarvis Landry, Cortland Sutton, and Robert Woods. Robert Woods for sure. And then um, got Landry, Deshaun Jackson, and Sutton. It comes down to... Uh, Landry's the safe play. Jackson's the home run play. So I, I may take my chances with uh, with Landry just because he, he should should do well against the Chiefs. 855-212-4227. Sammy's in Chicago. Sammy, you're an eye on fantasy football. Uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. Uh, I'm in the must-win week. Question at the running back in the flex position. Um, my running back options are Latavius Murray, Dalvin Cook, and Aaron Jones. And at the flex position, I have Corey Davis from the Titans, Taylor Gabriel with the Bears, and also O.J. Howard as a tight end. I also have Greg Olson starting at my tight end. Where would you go up there from Boyers? I'll hang so, up. So can you play both running backs, the first two guys, Murray uh, and Jones? Yes. That's what I would do. Aaron Jones. You know what? Would you would you play O.J. Howard over Aaron Jones? Um, You can. You, you certainly can. Uh, I just think. I'm I'm so curious to see how Aaron Jones is going to do. Yeah, yeah, no, this could be the start of something for Aaron Jones for sure. Angel in Boston, Angel, go. Hey, uh, PPR lead. I got a tight end and a flex. Greg Olson, David and Joku, and Corlin Sutton. I need uh, any combination of two there. I'd go with Olson and uh, Sutton. Sit, David Njoku. Uh, back to Tucson, Jose. Jose, you're an eye on fantasy football. Go. Uh, I need some uh, kind of peace of mind. But I had Andrew Luck on the bench. I uh, traded him and James Conner for Zeke Elliott for the long haul. I got Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback, and I got EP as my other back. What do you think of the trade? Yeah, I mean, how could you acquire Zeke Elliott? That's just terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, I was kidding. It's a great trade. Great trade. Uh, eight five five two one two four. Did we get a word in there? That uh, we yeah, yeah. No, we we took care of it. We took care of it. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. The trade was the trade was fine. Not your yes. fault. Uh, Steve in Knoxville. Steve, go. Steve, you there? Steve uh, was offended by that language. Yeah. 
All right, Steve, uh, please call us back, 855-212-4227. Final minutes of the show, everybody. Remember, we got uh, some MMA talk coming up on Outside the Cage, but uh, just quick questions, quick answers. Karen in Pittsburgh. Karen, go. Hey, Standard League, Coleman or Chubb tomorrow? Uh, Don't play Coleman against the Redskins. Definitely go with Chubb. Thank you, Karen. Jason in Maryland. Jason, go. Half-point PPR, Philip Lindsay or Tariq Cohen? Oh. Uh, half PPR makes it a little bit closer, but I still go Lindsay. 855-212-4227. Tony's in Pittsburgh. Tony, go. Standard league. I need four wide receivers from this group. Keenan Allen, Traquan Smith, Stefan Diggs, not sure if he's going to be able to play, Randall Cobb, and then uh, my backups would be uh, Taylor Gabriel or Chris Ho- and Chris Hogan. So I need four of those six. I mean, you may not have two of them. You may not have Cobb or Diggs, so it could be made easier for you. Uh, I would probably play Diggs if he plays, you know, even though he's uh, clearly not going to be 100%. But um, Keenan know, Allen, Traquan Smith, Stefan Diggs, and who's your fourth? Hogan. And Hogan. And if Diggs doesn't play, then go with? Gabriel. Gabriel, because we don't know if Cobb's going to play any Sunday night. Chris in Chicago. Chris, go. There we go. Hey, guys, Carson Wentz or Matty Ice? Well, Wentz is on a bye, and uh, Matty Ice is your only guy if that's the only one available to you. But if you want to check to see, don't know if I would play him over Ryan, but Dak Prescott could be interesting. Yeah. I'd, Wentz, rest of season? Yes. All right. Last one is uh, Curran. Curran from – how do you pronounce your name, sir, in Washington? Hey, man, it's Curran. Curran. Uh, yeah, and I have uh, three running backs. I have uh, out of four, Kareem Hunt. James White, Latavius Murray, uh, and um, I'm blinding on my Well, then just start those three, and we're fine. Jamie, we're out of here on that wonder. I'm sorry, Curran. We have to go. Uh, That's uh, that's it for the show. Jamie, that was a fun way to end it. Yeah, play three Cohen over Latavius Murray. Okay, play Cohen over Murray. That's it for our show, everybody. Stay tuned for Outside the Cage here on CBS Sports Radio. Check out our Fantasy Football Today podcast if you like what you heard. And if you need more fantasy advice, the Fantasy Football Today video show is live on CBS Sports HQ from 10 a.m. Eastern until kickoff. Got to thank Alicia and Ryan behind the glass, Jamie Eisenberg in Fort Lauderdale. Thanks so much for joining me tonight. All of you for listening and calling. I'm Adam Azer. Good night, everybody. Good luck in Week 9.